Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Hello, everybody. It's episode 141 of Husband and Wife Sentenced to Life. It is Simon over here, and it's Laura over there, the wife aspect of Husband and Wife. Hello. Recording this one on International Women's Day. Yeah. Happy International Women's Day. I think I've always tr- I've always tried to be a, what do you call it, level on the, you know... I don't feel like I am any better than you. I don't feel like I deserve more money than you. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah? Yeah. However, once you have daughters, you become a proper feminist. You have. Once you have daughters, it's like they can do any job. They can be professional footballers. They can be space women. They can be anything. It's weird. It's a weird thing because International Women's Day kind of annoys me. Right. Because I'm a feminist in that. I don't think it needs to be highlighted, if that makes sense. Really? You think we're already at a level pegging? I'm not sure we are. No, no, no. I don't think we are necessarily. But in my mind, because I don't see myself as any different, I don't like the fact that it gets highlighted. Does that make sense? It's like a weird... I've never, ever, growing up, and maybe I've been lucky, but uh, I've never felt lower in schooling and work life. There are times when men have intimidated me. That's a biggie. That's a biggie for me. But I don't think that's what this whole thing's about. I think that's more to do with like the Me Too and all that stuff. Yeah, but I think that's partly this. I, I think I, this is more about where women are in society as far as professions. Yeah, maybe. There's some places in the world that are still not up to scratch as say some of the more Western countries. But I think there are there is a, a long way to go. But do you not think when you hear about like I listen to Betsy Pearl talking about being in the playground and how the boys are and how the girls are and it still feels like it was back in my day a long time ago and I think like god what's changed (sighs) is anything changing yeah but I don't think that's a I mean if the girls want to play football they can play football like that that, that. yeah but it's the way it's happened it's the way it's the games girls play the try as we might to not make pink a girl's colour and blue a boy's colour and not make playing with dolls a girl's thing and playing football a boy's thing yeah when they're still young they seem to do it automatically we've never pressured our kids into doing anything but I think that's just that 
thing that girls have in them they have that natural instinct to be a bit more maternal you know like yeah. you know the weird thing is girls have play with kitchens but actually more males grow up to be chefs but i think as far as politics and things like that a lot more women are now moving into that kind of career yeah it's still nowhere near 50 50 though and many professional careers are still nowhere near 50 50 wages aren't 50 50 do you not think? No, they're not. I thought that had started to change. It started to change, but it's not. You know, a lot of it's lip service. There's a great Twitter handle that whenever a big company, and it, it'll be great, uh, this will podcast will go out a couple of days after International Women's Day, but whenever a big corporation or company puts something about International Women's Day on, all their payment details are available. They've got to be. You've got to be. This stuff's got to be transparent. So this Twitter handle immediately replies with the percentage difference between men and women in their workforce. Right. So it's great. So if somebody like, I don't know, Coca-Cola or Microsoft mm -hmm. or somebody massive puts that on, and I'm not saying I don't know about those companies, but a big company puts on, happy International Women's Day to women around the world and all our staff, blah, 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 respect women, hashtag whatever. He just, or she, he or she just comes straight back with, men get paid 70% more in your company than women do. I mean, that's ridiculous. That's what they do. That's ridiculous. There is no reason. I mean, let's face it. Most of the time, women are blooming working harder than men anyway. But that they've got this thing at the minute, haven't they, about where they're starting to change some of the awards to like non... Gender neutral awards, yeah. aren't they? Which is kind of backfired. Yeah, it has. And... And I've seen a lot of women, dis like famous women, disagreeing with it. I, I don't agree with it. Got to be careful, though, because yeah. if you speak, and this is why I... But I think, are opinion. they doing it for the whole gender discussion thing at the minute? Or is it because they're saying men and women... Should be equal. I think it's more to do with the, the gender discussion than that, that it is that. But I think it's quite nice to have male and female categories in, in life things, especially, anyway. especially in sport and things like that. Yeah. Happy International Women's Day. Yeah. By the time you're listening to this, it'll have gone. But, you know, every day should be International Women's <laughs> Day. Exactly. So today we're going to talk about the hospital. The hospital. Middle-aged fun for the todger and the bum. The hospital. Now, I've held back on this. It's been going on a couple of weeks. We've done podcasts since. I think we mentioned it briefly. Have I? About three podcasts ago, you were having your first appointment. So I've been in and out of hospital now for a few weeks and still waiting on results for a lot of stuff. But I think I've got about six things that definitely needed looking at. Let me make my first point here. Why is it? I don't know who the greater power is who designed us, you know. Why? Did they make every problem suffered by men of a certain age around the the n and the I mean, I don't know about the bottom, but the... They do. Yeah, but the prostate's there, no, isn't it? No, but I'm saying the front bit is the important bit, isn't it? The doctor told me the other day that the prostate, every man, it's like every man goes through that. At some point in old age, every man goes through uh, it. Yeah, but I think it's just... Surely, if Darwinism works, that should be something that in the body. You know, like we don't have gills anymore because we're not fish anymore. Surely that's something that Darwinism should be going... Phew, should be sorting that. Like the tonsils, we should be sorting that. We don't need them. We do not need that. You know, I mean, this obviously it does a job, but let's let's tweak it a little bit so that every man doesn't have to go through this. Yeah? Well, it's the same with women, isn't it? It's the, those bits are the bits that 
often get targeted. Happy International Women's Day. Yeah. Men and women. Yeah. Right. But I'm speaking on my experience recently. Right. You get to a certain age. There are checks you're going to have to have done all the time. Yeah. I've not done it. I'm an idiot. But then things have started happening. A number of things. Lumps, bumps, issues. Yeah. So I went into the doctors. First of all, I went to the urologist. Yeah. Uh, and how can I help you today, sir? Like that lovely doctor. And I said, well, sit back. Because I'd got a list, got list about six things. I told him things that aren't his department because I thought I need to talk about them. Yeah. You know, like my thing on my side. I had to talk, I'm, I'm getting them all out while I'm here because I'm not going back and booking more appointments. Yeah. Get, so, getting old is rubbish, by the way, isn't it? It is rubbish. <laughs> so that day, yeah. I had an ultrasound with jelly downstairs. Jelly rubbed around. It's the first time you've had that, isn't it? Without asking. Without it being, <laughs> without being a special occasion. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's quite a nice feeling. But, well, you know, it might have been a nice feeling had it not been a hairy male doctor. <laughs> <laughs> but I was surprisingly zen, to be honest with you, because I was, I'd reached that point where I could be dying here. So yeah. this needs looking at. Yeah. And then this doctor said, you've got to come back to have an ultrasound. Yeah. yeah. This is the first thing. This ultrasound was for everything. All the front department, the prostate, the lot. Yeah. So the morning of that one, I'm sitting in the living room and I, for the record, I am terrified of everything. Heights, spiders, snakes, flying. I'm, t- I'm terrified of it. One of my big things is hospitals, doctors, dentists and pain. Yeah. So I'm sitting there in the morning. Now I've heard tell that the prostate examination these is, oh, it's all right. They do it with blood. I mean, they can do it with the ultrasound. It's fine. So I'm thinking ultrasound. Yeah. I've just had it with the other guy. Yeah. Jelly on the nuts, quick rub around with the scanner. Yeah. I'm looking at the telly, you know, the same one that you look at when you're pregnant. You know what I mean? Slightly different area, (laughs) although (laughs) largely responsible. So I'm sitting there thinking it's just going to be that. Fine. I'm fine about it. Yeah. And then I'll find out if there's anything terminal, if there's anything wrong. Yeah. What in the world possessed you to do what you did next? Right. No, because the thing is, when I go to the lady doctor and she has to do internals and then she does ultrasounds uh-huh. to check everything's in place. Yeah. She does it there and then, right? Now, you told me your doctor got the jelly, did it all. Yeah. So that, to me, is an ultrasound. Why, if he needed to do tummy area, why couldn't he just have done it there and then? That's yeah. the bit I didn't understand. So when you said to me, you're going back for another ultrasound and I'm like well isn't that what he's just done like I don't I'm confused unless like they just need someone who's a radiographer who's a bit more experienced and does you know the if I said the wrong thing no I just want to know what business <laughs> yeah. of what so, business of, so, so then, of it was so yours then I'm thinking right okay I wonder what's so different so I'm interested uh-huh. so I google it uh-huh. and then it says the prostrate the ultrasound for that they use like what I can just could describe as a, a golf club no no i would describe it looks like, like a bloody golf club curling tongs is what it looked like on the thing where it's got a handle and a long prong right we have been together a long time and you know how difficult it was for me to make this appointment and be there right so we are sat on different sofas yeah you're sat with your computer i'm just sat there watching the clock scared to go to hospital and you go, oh, look, this is what they're going to do. Yeah. You turn your computer around. big, long thing with a camera at the end. There is a gentleman on his side. Yeah. This photo's taken from the back, so you can see his bum. Yeah. You can see a little ball popping out between his legs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Behind him is a nurse, and in her hand, I mean, I said it. I said, that looks like hair straighteners. The handle was like a bloody lightsaber. You're laughing your head off going, oh, they won't be that thick inside. That's just a handle. 
And I'm like, what did you show me that for? I went from scared <laughs> to thinking, well, I'm going to be intruded. Well, surely at some point, if it's that area, you thought you were either going to have a finger up. No, because I did different reports. I did different reports that you don't have to do that now. Remember a few podcasts ago, I talked about how I was intruded by a doctor with fat sausage fingers <laughs> as a teenager. And ever since then, exit only, right? No disrespect to anyone who thinks differently, but for me. All I thought is it changed from the finger to the prong and the camera, I thought, great, that's that's Prong suggests a little tiny little stick. This was the handle looked like hair straighteners. It was thick. Anyway. So f- from then on, yeah. I'm absolutely terrified. Mm-hmm. I went in. Yeah. I was so nervous that I couldn't think. You know when you're so scared you can't get your thoughts right? Yeah. So I go in for the ultrasound. I don't know if I'm supposed to take my trousers off because all I've got in my mind is the picture that you've shown me. So I know. It's a dark room. See, this goes back to when I was uh, having physio. You don't know what you're meant to do. They need to be more clear because I walked in. Very nice lady. She says, uh, put your things down and lay on here. And I'm thinking, what things? Does she mean me phone and me wallet? Yeah. Or does she mean me trousers and me sh- uh, me boxer shorts? Or just my trousers. Who knows? Yeah. So I put the stuff yep. down. I can barely speak because I'm that nervous. Do you want me to... Uh, and she just goes, lay down flat. So I lay down. Did you go on your side like a... <laughs> yeah, like I said, like Michael Jackson's thriller. Little <laughs> white tiger on me. I laid down. She made me unbutton my trousers. Yeah. All part of the procedure. <laughs> you know, the way like Barry White music started. And then she did the, uh, the abdominal... Yeah. Doings, yeah, you know, yeah, with yeah. the jelly and that. That's all fine. And then she asked me about, is your bladder full? Well, I'd been that nervous. I'd gone to the toilet before. So I'm like, my bladder's not full. Right, you've got to go back out to the waiting room. Uh, so I'm that nervous. I go back out to the waiting room. Yeah. I forget to fasten my trousers up. <laughs> waiting room's full of women, by the way. So I walk out with my trousers gradually falling down. <laughs> I was so scared. I went to the water machine. And only when I looked down to get my water did I realise that everything's out pretty much. Oh, you know, my trousers gosh. are getting down my thighs. You get arrested for that. <laughs> so then I had to do a crab walk, like a side <laughs> shuffle like that, to the bathroom. I'm like so embarrassed, fasten myself up, come back in, water, 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 water. She calls me back in. Yeah. Does the scan again. Then she says, go into there and have a wee, right? Mm-hmm. It's right next to where she's sitting. You know what I'm like with bathroom noises. I mean, no, it's not nice weeing in front of people. And one of the things with this prostate issue is you have to push. And sometimes when you push, as you'll know, a little trump might come out. Now I'm embarrassed if I do that in our bathroom, which is... Three walls away from where you're laid in bed. Little Trump. Yeah. The woman I don't know is like through a paper thin door. So I'm oh, terrible. Anyway, she does the rest of the scan. Yeah. Right. Does around the abdominal again with the empty bladder. Yeah. And then she's like, okay, your results will be with your doctor in a couple of days. He'll, he'll call you about an appointment. And I'm laid there and I'm like, because I've not mentioned on her computer, the thing is there. You're, yeah. The, the big problem. And it's big. Right, I've got photo evidence. It is big <laughs> yep. and it's got a bulbous end. It's long as well. As long as a, a school ruler. You've been waiting for it. Yeah. Trying to prep myself, trying to meditate. And she goes, that's it, you can go. And I went, I don't know why I said it. I went, what about my prostate? And she goes, oh, I've done it. And I'm like, no. Uh, I didn't. I thought, I'm not going to push it because she might go, oh, if you want, we can. Get in. Off I go. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewellery, Rebag is the answer. 
Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I sent you a very offensive text. So I apologize for my language, but I was very angry at you <laughs> for building it up in my head. Hey, you should be thanking me because then you're like, oh, it wasn't that no, bad. No, 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 because I didn't want the two, three hours pre. Anyway, see the doctor again with the results. Mostly it's all right. Yeah. Which is a relief, but then I've got to take these tablets. There's another thing I've got to go back in two weeks, right? Yeah. But then he says about this thing on my side, oh, I'm going to refer you to the surgeon. Mm-hmm. So I'm out of hospital. I'm back in hospital same day. Surgeon sees me. And I have got the opinion that this thing on my side is nothing. When I lift my shirt up, the surgeon's like, whoa, like that. His phones his mate, who's another surgeon. You're not going to believe how big this is. You will not believe it. I can't believe it. I've never seen one like this before. That's a... Uh, so again, my heart's going... Boom, yeah. Boom, 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 boom. And uh, he says, right, you've got to have an emergency MRI. Urgent. He said, urgent. You've got to have an urgent MRI. And I'm like, the last guy says this is nothing. <laughs> he says nothing. Why are you saying it? Oh, you've got to have an urgent MRI. There's a thing. There might be a thing under the thing. So I'm back, I'm back there in panic mode again. Oh dear. Right. Yeah. And I've never had an MRI in my life. But you know who's oh. had an MRI? You know who's had an MRI? My wife. I've had a few. So this time you did the opposite. Oh, it's fine. It's nothing. I mean, All look, they do they're is- not nice. They're not nice, but they're, they're, I don't know, you've just got to do them, haven't you? You lay down, you go in the thing, yeah. you listen to a podcast, you come out, you're done. So I'm in thinking that. Just a nice lay down. I am very claustrophobic. Yeah. Right. I told the surgeon this. He said they can give you some, I think they were going to give me something like Xanax or something to calm me down, but I didn't ask for it, but he'd made a note of it. So I go in, you see the pre-nurse. She gives you a list of mental rules. She said about my tattoos. You said they didn't say this to you. She says, oh, your tattoos might have uh, various colours have metal in them. So that's going to burn. So then I've got that in my head, right? My arms are going to be on fire. Oh my God. I'm panicking. Yeah. And then she goes, we've got to put a cannula in. So that's where they put the needle in your hand. Yeah. A drip. And I'm like, do you? My wife didn't. My wife didn't have one of these. Yeah, yeah. We've got to put it in. Apparently, they've got to shoot some medicine in. They've got to shoot some dye in that goes around my body. So they they scan me before they scan me once the dye's in. Right. I was very brave, boy. About that, I didn't squeak. Didn't make a noise. Yeah, I hate them. I'm fine with They're, them. Oh. Even though I'm scared of needles, but she had a very thick Indian accent, and I'm very thick. I can't understand a word she's saying, but also my brain is spaghetti. Is I'm this panicking. about? Is this about the clothes? Oh no, she did all that. I had to strip down to my boxers and put the thing on. I'd put jogging shorts on because I thought I'd be able to keep them on. Yeah. Almost didn't put any pants on, by the way. Thank yeah. God I did. And then there's two, you know, the little metal I, yeah, I had the same thing. Yeah. She told me to keep mine on and then the other guy was like, no, you have to take them off. So I had to take them off. Yeah. Because you have to put it in a locker. I had to take my wedding ring off and stuff. And it made me feel quite 
you know, I don't know why, because of the tension, I got quite emotional. Anyway, Aww. then I get in the room. MRI rooms are horrible. The door on the way in is like a bank vault. And I'm thinking, well, what's happening in there that they need a door like that? Am I going to turn into the Hulk? The door is like a submarine door. It's like a foot thick. It's got warnings all over it. You overanalyze these things. She tells me to lay down. Yeah. I said, I can't go in head first. I've got, I'm claustrophobic. Let, let me tell you how big the tube is on an MRI. The thing that they wanted to put up my ass before probably wouldn't fit in. <laughs> the size of that compared to that bloody tube. So I get in. I lay down feet first. She said, your head's still going to go in. I said, that's fine. As long as I'm near the hole, you know? Yeah. So I lay down and she puts the thing right. She put these massive heavy things heavy, on yeah. me, really heavy. Then bolts them in. Yeah. So I can't move. Yeah, that, that's the bit that is not nice, feeling like you can't go anywhere. Yeah, I got the drip with the long things. I'm trying, because I'm thinking if that catches, this needle in my hand's going to rip. So I'm panicking about that. I, I, did you get the emergency button as well? I got that all twisted round my neck last time. Mine was a squeezy. Okay. You know, like the squeezy what photographers used to use? Yeah, like it might have been, squeezy. But, but the actual wire itself. Round your neck. And I'm like, luckily he pulled me back out so I could... I've got that in that hand. Yeah. I've got my cannula in this hand. I'm not going to do the accent because I don't think it sound good if I did it, but she's got this really, really thick Indian accent, which I can barely understand, and I'm panicking. Yeah. Then she puts these huge headphones on me, like twice as big as these I've got on. Yeah. And it's this tinny music, right? Yeah. Really tinny. I don't know who it was. Like, quite gentle classical music, but really tinny. Now, I'm an audiophile. I don't want to be listening to that. I'd rather be listening to the clank of the machine. Oh, would right? you, though? Anyway, she puts the headphones on and then she's talking to me and she's going, and I'm going, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. So I take the headphones off. But honestly, at this point, I'm just so scared. Yeah. I don't know what she's saying. She fires me into the machine and the music starts. Yeah. It is the most hardcore classical music. It's like... And my heart, I'm thinking I'm going to have a heart attack and I'm not going to be able to get out. I'm not going to be able to squeeze the thing. I'm going to have a heart attack in this bloody tube, oh right? Oh, gosh, yeah. Anyway, I don't know if my readings were going off the roof or something. She takes me back out. I say, you've got to turn this music off. Really? Really? This music is, is time to know how long you're going to be in there. See, you're much, you're braver than I am because I wouldn't say anything. If that was me and, it, and I, I... Yeah, but I was so terrified. Yeah, but right? I wouldn't be able to bring myself to say anything. So she says, what, what do you want to listen to? And I said, just put on This American Life. I said, where are you getting it from? She said, YouTube. I said, put on This American Life. It's an hour long. It's a podcast. Everybody talks like this. It's really gentle. Here's a story about a man a hundred years ago who lost his son. Yeah. I can get lost in it. Maybe I'll even fall asleep. She goes, oh, America life. And I'm thinking she's not got me here. Oh, no. Right. I have not spoken to you about this since I came back yesterday because I wanted you to know this. Okay. On the podcast, right? This 100% happened. She puts the headphones back on. She goes out. She goes, you're going in properly this time. I say, how long is it going to last? She goes, oh, four minutes. And I went, four minutes, nice one. She goes, no, 40 minutes. And I went, 14 minutes, heart's going to get. She goes, no, 40 minutes. And I'm like, I'm going in that bloody tube for 40 minutes. Yeah. I thought it'd be like an x-ray. No, no. I start going back in. This weird computer voice starts talking, you know, like Siri. <laughs> it's a man and woman, but they both sound like Siri. Welcome to America, like that. What proceeded to happen as this machine starts clanging into play? It's not a proper podcast. She's put on audio of a man and woman talking about what's killing men prematurely. No. Cancer, brain aneurysms, heart attacks. <gasps> 
I'm in there for checks on things like this, <laughs> right? I am dreadfully worried that I might have got cancer. She put a fucking thing in me ears talking about how many men get it, how prevalent it is, how many, how it's happening to more and more people these days. Oh my gosh. I'm laid in a tube like this. I'm going, can you turn this off? Can you turn this off? She's just not listening, right? Not listening at all. Clack, 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 yep. clack. The whole thing's going on. My back's getting really hot from the thing. And I'm starting to really panic. About five minutes in, I just hear her down the thing go, <laughs> like that. And I'm like, I, I can't understand you. I can't understand you. Like that. What she's saying, eventually I work it out, is you're not breathing. I had literally been laid there doing the shallowest of breaths and I'm on the verge of passing out. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I keep saying, can you turn this audio off? Because yeah. it's all about death. I am terrified of everything. I'm terrified of dying. I'm terrified <laughs> of being poorly. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that. I was in there for ages, right? I don't know. There's no sense of timing in there. You're looking, yeah, you're yeah, just yeah, a yeah. tube in front of your face. I come back out. She has to adjust the things like that. I tell her to turn the thing off. She doesn't. She leaves it on. I said, how much longer are I going to be in here? Yeah, oh, yeah. just five minutes. Yeah. I go back in. I'm in there for absolutely ages. Yeah. Then I feel her pull the cannula. Yeah. She's doing the bit where she's putting the thing in. So I know she's in the room. So I'm going, can you please turn the audio off? Can you please turn the audio off? She totally ignores me. And then she goes, you've only got one minute left. So I'm like, right. Okay. I've listened. To, I don't know how long I've been in there. Yeah. I've listened to the death chat. You know, all the things that are going to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> so I can do another minute. I must have been in there another 20 minutes. Why would she tell somebody who's obviously this nervous that you've only got a minute left? I'm thinking, has she gone on a break? Has she left me in? Has she forgot I'm in here? When she took me out, I had built myself up that much and stressed that much. Yeah. That it was like I was instantly drunk. Oh. I was so dizzy and so spaced out. The first time I did it, I went in head first. And I absolutely freaked. And then they took me back out and they were like, you okay? And it took me a while. And then I can't remember what happened the second time, but the, but the, the re most recent time I went in feet first and it was so much better. Oh. But I have to, you have to somehow mentally almost like close your eyes, pretend you're not in there. Yeah. And I, I literally scrunch my eyes up mm. because it's the moment I open my eyes and I see that I'm, I'm trapped, basically. It, and it, look, it there'll be people out. out there who's fine with this, right? And if you're fine with it, fine. And I, well, I'll say this. If you're not fine with it, I almost started laughing in there because there was so much going wrong. And I was thinking, this is going to be a great podcast. I thought you were going to say that it was some, what's the uh, the sexy audios that you get? Oh. I thought it was going to be a man and woman like... ASMR. Sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be something like that. That would have been all right. <laughs> I would it. But it would just... I want to try and find it. Like I went on to YouTube yesterday afternoon because I thought I'd put the audio on the podcast. Oh my gosh. Because when it started, I thought, please let this be an advert. <gasps> you know, like the pre-YouTube advert. Please let this be an advert about men dying prematurely. Oh no. <sighs> so obviously I've got no sense of time. Yeah. How long I'd been in there, right? I went in at 10 to 1 yesterday afternoon. Yeah. I came out. They took the cannula out. They went, you can go back in and get changed. They gave me my locker key back. I went in, picked my phone up. It's half past two. So I've literally done one hour, 40 minutes in that tube. Yeah. She told me it was going to be about 40 minutes. You know who I feel sorry for? The person who was meant to go after you. Why? Think how long they've been waiting. You know what they should have in there is a clock. Oh, did they do that thing with you where they told you to hold your breath? Hold your breath? I don't know. I don't think so. She kept saying that to me all the time. I'd be drifting off to sleep thinking, oh, this is great. I'm going to sleep. I can just chill for rest of it. And then she'd go, hold your breath. Try again. Hold your breath. And it's the worst headphones ever. So I'd have to hold my breath and then it's like, clack, 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 clack. And I was counting the clacks. And it'd get to about 39 clacks. I'm good at holding my breath. And then it goes... 
Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's All mental, sorts it's of mental isn't it? Absolutely bizarre. That's pretty much the experience. She said to me on the way out, this is the this is the silver lining to this big shitty cloud, right? <laughs> I'm not getting my results for three days. Yeah. I've not got the results for the other thing for a couple of weeks now. So I still don't know where I am. Yeah. But I'm actually, <laughs> it's such a relief, relief that I'm in the process. Like, I'm terrified there's going to be anything wrong, but the relief of... At least I'm doing the process, yeah. right? I'll worry when it gets close to the time. So she takes the cannula out, she puts the thing on, the little thing. I'm waiting for a lollipop, no lollipop. <laughs> and she says to me, right, you need to drink like three, two, three litres of water tonight, another two, three litres of water tomorrow. You've got to flush this stuff out of your system. And I went, what about food? Because I've been fasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes, oh, yes. You need to be eating twice as much. Yeah, two meals, two dinners, two breakfasts. And I genuinely... <laughs> Did you want her to repeat it so she, you could play it to me? As I walked out, I was thinking I should have got, I was so dizzy and I genuinely, <laughs> I felt totally trippy because I don't know if, whether it was the experience, whether it was something they injected me with. I was thinking I should have got her to write that down because there's no way I'm going to get home and you're going to believe that a medical professional has said, oh, fat boy, eat, eat twice as much food. And I haven't. You haven't. I've oh. not followed medical advice. Oh, well, well done. You've done it. You've done the worst bits now you've heard. I, I mean, I'm shocked about the. Well, I'm not shocked. It's hilarious that that's what was played. But that bit happened so fast because she said to me, "You can have anything you want on." I've never been asked that, and this, I just get whatever music. And that's the thing. Like you said, you actually go, "Oh, I don't can I not hear this?" I just put up with it. It's, yeah. And last time they didn't put any music on, so I literally just got that loud noise. Well, there you go. That's the hospital one. I'll update. You. Please don't email about this. I don't need. I'm not doing it for sympathy. I, you know, I've, this is why I've not talked about it as much on previous podcasts. I'm not delving too much into every little problem that's going on. Trust me. The day I find out it's something bad, this will be a four-hour podcast. You won't even be in it. It'll just be me crying and telling everyone I think is a that they're a. Yeah, really? that's gonna be really? a great episode. Oh, well done! You've done it. Like, why well, you've done the first? Look, step. I'm an idiot for not going sooner. Yeah, I hold my hand up and I tell everybody if you've got something wrong, go to the hospital. But I am terrified. Right, I've got so many hang-ups. But I've been now. I've had all the invasive, apart from the hair straighteners up the backside. Thanks for the image. I've oh, had pretty much we, everything. We done. ladies have to do it very often. Fair enough. Is that International a, Women's Day. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're moaning that you don't. That's one thing you get that we tend not to. Anyway. Look, lucky us. Thanks for listening. Detail. Oh, I'll tell you what, I'm going to put some links in the podcast. I've started a new thing, a new little guitar competition online. So if you want to have a go at it, just yeah. a little quiz thing in line with our other quizzes. We're going to be doing more of these little videos together. The links will be in the uh, description of this podcast, as will our socials and email. And we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs> The end. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.